Hello, welcome to Crystal Pisces Studios. I am Marley, aka The Crystal Plug. Here we talk about crystals, manifestations, meditation, and the spiritual journey, the good and the bad. This is the only place that I get super, super vulnerable with my experiences through working with crystals, my manifestations, and meditations. Stay tuned for today's topic. So today's topic that we will be discussing is dealing with change. And this is actually something that is ever happening and I feel like in everybody's life. Um, Change is probably the only constant that is in our lives. And I know we've all heard that that quote somewhere within our life journey in our past but like I really wanted to talk about change because even in my personal life you know I'm actually getting ready to go through some major major changes so we get vulnerable here right so back in July I actually quit my full-time job as a general manager for a beauty company and um, I focus solely on my crystal business and getting back to the healing and getting back to myself. Well, recently I uh, went up for interviewing with a new company and I got the position. So I'm super excited to start. I actually start next week, Tuesday. So I haven't been to work. Like when I say work, like to this capacity for someone else since it's been about seven or eight months at this point. And there's going to be some changes that are going to have to happen. And so how do you deal with those changes when you're going from, you know, solely managing your own schedule to working a schedule that's prepared for you or vice versa? You know, Um, I think the biggest thing with dealing with change is allowing the change to happen. Not only that, I think when you're dealing with change, you have to understand your conditioning. And what I mean by conditioning is, let's say you're going from working full time to being at home by yourself or working for yourself full time. Some conditionings that you might have is, oh, I have to get up early in the morning and get dressed and do this and, you know, do all these things. That's gonna be a conditioning or that hurry up and go mentality is a conditioning or always having a deadline and putting yourself on deadline and rigorous scheduling and all of that, that is a conditioning. And so when you're coming out of, let's say the rat race, we'll call it the rat race, and then you're now thrusting it into working for yourself where you are the one that's setting the pace, you have to realize that maybe your pace isn't the hurry up and go and get it done. You have to understand that sometimes your pace is a lot slower and that's okay if your pace is a lot slower. So I think when you're dealing with change and even for me, like going back into 
um, the rat race. You know, there's always going to be how do you deal with those changes energetically? Because that's also, you know, you're going to be giving your energy to something else and then navigating a different part of your day and giving your time away to something else. So even if you are in the rat race, you know, how do you navigate the changes? I think for me, one of the biggest things is, you know, I'm ready. Like, I'm truly ready to get back in the game uh, and, you know, flex my my muscles <laughs> that, I'm, uh, that I feel are my talents that I'm really good at. And so I really just do think that, you know, change is, is something that's needed for growth, for expansion, for um, understanding of who you are, but also understanding your triggers, understanding your conditionings. But also understanding exactly who you are and in understanding the growth and the changing that you do as a person. I think that change cannot just be relegated to career. I think change can also be delegated to growing as a person like your spiritual change so as you're transitioning so there's always some sort of transitioning happening or change I do feel like the biggest part of understanding the transition or the change is understanding that it is okay to change it is okay for you to think about it differently or transform your thought processes. So I think about um, when I decided that I was no longer Christian, right? That was a big thing. When I decided that I was no longer Christian and that I was, you know, a member of the occult. And when I say the occult, I mean the spiritual path, the yogis, the, um, the tarot readers, you know, being mindful and practicing being mindful and just increasing my connection with spirit and not you know um, subscribing to a religion there was a huge 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 transition that I had to go through I had to go through you know the deconstruction of the way of thinking the way of being that Christianity had placed on me but then during the process of deconstructing I also had to build who I am and I think it's a when you're doing that and it's an individual process like no one can tell you what your spiritual journey looks like or should look like or should not look like that is something that is super independent of anything else your spiritual journey is just that it's your spiritual journey and as you're navigating through that journey and you're tearing down your old societal constructs and you're building the essence of who you are and you're connecting back to source energy and you're connecting to spirit you begin to understand who you are and what your relationship is to everything around you and your spiritual journey so it was a it was a huge 
change for me. It was a huge change because gone were the days where I had someone telling me what is acceptable. I had to use my own discernment and decide this is what is acceptable and this is my practice. So spirituality is a practice of your beliefs day in and day out. Now that we've talked about the change and how you navigate through the changes, whether your changes are from your spiritual practice to your schedule to to um, your work schedule, changing from your business or whatever the change may look like for you, whether it's like changing your diet and your workout plan, like those all take some time and space in order for you to adapt to the changes that are happening so i wanted to give you six crystals and you know i feel generous today so i'm going to give a bonus crystal too that will help with change so stay tuned while we go over those seven crystals for helping you assimilate into the change So, the first crystal that we're going to be going over is Epidote. And Epidote's allies are Unikite, Kunzite, Malicite, Amazonite, and Aventurine. Epidote is going to activate the heart chakra. Its color is green and with gray or yellow tints. It can also be yellow, brownish, gray, or black. Its complement stones are tiger's eye, red tiger's eye, smoky quartz, garnet, jasper, and agate. Its element is water, and its energy is very protective. From an emotional standpoint, epidote, it will help with interaction, keenness, maturity, perception, and personal power. From a spiritual standpoint, Epidote is going to help with change, evolution, oneness, and transformation. So its tarot sign is associated with the King of Cups. Uh, and Zodiac Gemini is the, is the Zodiac sign for Epidote. Okay, so the next crystal that we're going to talk about is Fire Opal. And Fire Opal actually doesn't have any allies. The chakra that it attunes to is the sacral chakra. Its color is translucent with multicolor fire. If you've seen a fire opal, you'll know. Um, its energy is very, very passionate, and it's about personal power. So from an emotional use, it will help with abandonment, change, hope, 
creating an inner fire, memory, passion, um, increasing your personal power, your progress, your self-worth, and your will to live. Um, Its zodiac sign that it is associated with is Capricorn, Leo, Libra, and Sagittarius. And there is no tarot card associated with Fire Opal. Um, Fire Opal is actually really, really pretty. And it's kind of harder to find, like authentic Fire Opals. Um, But when you find a really great piece of Fire Opal, you will feel its energy for sure. Next, we're going to talk about leopard skin rock. Its allies are fluorite, which are which can be yellow, andalusite, um, also citrine, sulfur, and amber. Its chakra is the solar plexus. Its color includes all colors except for dark green and true black. Um, its energy is subtle and very insightful. From a healing use, from an emotional standpoint, it helps with astuteness, change, creativity, humility, insight, knowing, potential process of the past, resolution, self-realization, strength, and variety. Spiritually, it will help with actualization, creativity, insight, knowing, meditation and such and its tarot card is the knight of pinnacle and its sign is zodiac well its zodiac sign is sagittarius Next crystal is obsidian. So the allies for obsidian are agate, hematite, jasper, smoky quartz, and garnet. Its chakra is the root and the earth star chakras. Its color is black. This is actually um, a volcanic glass. So it's considered a crystal based off of its structure but it is considered a volcanic ash its element is fire remember it's volcanic it's from a volcano um its energy is solid grounding very protective and it will connect your central channel or your hairline to the earth's core um, for men healing use, it will help with maintaining calm, help with change, clarity, fulfillment, inner growth, reality, introspection, practicality, and pragmatism, and being still. Spiritually, obsidian will help with the appreciation of the mysteries, deep magical dreams, intuitive, your introspection, transformation, a metamorphosis, purification, and wisdom. It'll also help you access your deeper self and form healthy egos. Obsidian um, 
also is associated uh, with the tarot card, the Four of Pentacles and the Hierophant. And its zodiac signs are Capricorn, Sagittarius, and Scorpios. Next up is Rainbow Fluorite. The allies to Rainbow Fluorite are Amethyst, Moonstone, Moldavite, and any other fluorite. Its chakra that it will support will be the throat chakra. Its color is yellow, base color with purple and green stripes. Um, its energy is movement, energy of movement, change, and clearing. So definitely a rainbow fluorite. Um, from a emotional for use for healing, um, it'll help calm children. It's very calming, help with change and clearing, decision-making, mental clarity, persistence, and then positive test. There are no um, tarot or zodiacs associated with rainbow fluorite. Lastly, we'll be talking about snakeskin agate. So they snakeskin agate does not have any allies. Its chakra that it will attune to is the root and sacral chakra. Its color, it has the look of scales like a snake. Um, so from its energy is also very expansive or quietly expansive. Immediately, I got the picture of like a rattlesnake, like kind of pulling its head back and expanding its jowls ready to strike. That's what I got when I when I saw that. Um, the healing uses for snakeskin agate are development, expansion, growth, and the joy of living. Spiritually, it is all about evolution, kundalini, soul retrieval and transformation and this crystal is actually associated with gemini's with this one too i just want to point this out that snakeskin agate is actually going to help to rise the kundalini energy that is within so if you know anything about kundalini and if you don't know anything about kundalini that's fine too but kundalini energy is associated a lot of times with the snake um, and I immediately refer this back to the Bible and the Garden of Eden and how the snake went up to Adam or Eve and, you know, just kind of talked to her about that. But I digress. So the Kundalini energy is basically the energy from that's going to be taken from the depths of the earth and will snake its way through your chakras so that's why you want to make sure you're doing a lot of chakra work but it will snake its way through your chakras starting at your root chakra and working its way up through to the pineal gland which is your third eye and I feel like it also goes back up to the um the earth the high heart chakra and then back down so during my research I've realized that that kundalini energy is a lot of times the same energy as 
catching the Holy Ghost in the black church is what it was labeled as or catching the spirit. So I feel I've had this before. I've felt this energy before and definitely it's it's that energy. It's activating that kundalini energy in your penile gland and being um, 100% connected to source energy and the ecstasy associated with it. So I went off on a little bit of a tangent. So that is snakeskin agate. All right, so we've gone over epidite. So we've gone over epidote, fire opal, leopard stone, obsidian, rainbow fluoride, and snakeskin agate. But I felt like I wanted to give you guys a bonus crystal. So the bonus crystal that will help with change is blue chelsea. Um, I love blue chelsea. It's so stinking pretty. This is crystal is going to help with the throat chakra. It is a blue color. Its energy is very soft but it's constantly moving and supporting you. So it's very, very supportive. So it's gonna actually help with change acceptance, change integration, flexibility, foreign language, so if you're studying that, inspiration, learning, being lighthearted, maternal instincts, memory, new ideas, optimism, optimism, sorry, self-perception, understanding, and verbal dexterity. It's power. So I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to go over a couple more details, right? Because I just really love this one. It's magical use is to help with like, if you want to do like weather magic or ward off any psychic attacks, um, blue chalcony is really good for that. Its planet is moon. And then its power, it aids in the acceptance and integration of change. It supports all areas of communication, like listening, hearing, and replying, and understanding. It also helps with learning new languages, and it helps during political unrest. It sounds like we all may need a little piece of chastity at this juncture in time with what's going on around the world. Um, the zodiac sign that it supports is Cancer and Capricorn, and its number, its sacred number is four. So if you'd like me going a little bit more detail in them, just let me know. Hit me up in the comments below and let me know. Um, if you want a little bit more depth on the crystals like I just did with Blue Chalcedy. So wrapping up dealing with change and dealing with crystals. So we've gone over the crystals that you can use to navigate through the change. Now, how do you use those crystals? How do you use them? What I personally would do is I would try to get them in like a jewelry form, like a bracelet, earrings, um, a necklace, or something that I can actually wear on my body, even creating like a change little kit where you have a couple of crystals in a little pouch that you can carry with you. I would also recommend to meditate with 
the crystals more like I would really like meditate with the fire opal and the blue chalcony I really do think more so the blue chalcony if you're looking for more support I definitely think that the blue chalcony would be a really great crystal to use for more support and to meditate with so in the morning during your meditation practices I highly recommend taking a piece of chalcony which if you don't have any chalcony just hit me up um, crystalpisces.com I do have some chalcony available for purchase and you know meditate with that piece of chalcony that you have and just connect with it and and allow it to support you and allow it to let the change happen all right so that concludes today's episode and i appreciate you for making it this far if you have made it this far i want to say thank you and invite you to come and shop with me at crystalpisces.com the website is now live and in color and all my crystals that i have available at this point are on there also something new that i am working on it's bracelets so I am personally customizing a lot of bracelets. I am also infusing them with my personal magic and positivity and love and activating them for you. And there are going to be very specific jobs that these crystals are going to have. And so I'm really excited to share this part of my spiritual practices with you um, via my bracelets that will be available um, Crystal Pisces here in the next couple of weeks. I'm in the process of making them now. Um, If you are available Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live on Instagram at Crystal Pisces Studios where you can come on and see all of the merchandise live and in color. Also, If you haven't shopped at crystalpisces.com or taken a look at the website, I now offer Afterpay. So you can still get the crystals that you love and you want and use Afterpay for the crystals. So that's really, really exciting part and change to Crystal Pisces. So um, I hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday. I will catch you back here next Tuesday. In the meantime, have a blessed day and be prosperous in everything that you do. Bye.